thinking more holistically now, we interpret the Bible in the context of a community. Mm-hmm. That community includes the Worldwide Church of God. Mm-hmm. It's not me and the Word of God by myself. It's me, the Word of God, my community that makes sure that I don't go off the rails on my own right. with some strange doctrine. This is the Village Church Community Group Leadership Training Podcast. Our goal is to help you grow your skills to lead amazing groups. Hi, I'm Susan McLeod here, and today we're with Steve Sanchez, a professor of Bible at the Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. And Steve has been in groups for over 20 years. He's been leading for six. Today, he's going to give us five tips for how to study a book of the Bible in your community group. You know, the Bible is a huge book. I think when community groups, care groups start to think about tackling something like the Bible, it's pretty intimidating. I think we need to remember, however, that people need to be grounded in the Word of God. That's what groups are about. It's about preparing people, equipping them to live lives that are pleasing to God. And that starts with knowing what's in the Bible. It's real tempting to study lots of other things. But I think group leaders need to remember, in the final analysis, if you expect your people to live lives in accordance with God's Word, they have to know it. And so a strong emphasis on Bible teaching in care groups is is very, very important. So I'd start with number one. Start with an overview of a book of the Bible. Pick a book. Don't start in the hard sections if you're just doing this. Don't start with Ezekiel or Zechariah. Everybody wants to go to Revelation. Start with something that's a little easier Mm -hmm. and do an overview. Give them the big picture. There are some great resources out there that are helpful for this. I'm thinking of the Bible Project with its charts and videos that give you big picture overviews of a book of the Bible. If people kind of know where they're going, it gives them sort of a roadmap mm-hmm. all along the way. Mm. Don't plan to study one book for 13 years. Oh, mm-hmm. Get them done quickly, right? Because people get lost. Maybe they miss a meeting. They forget what's going on last time and they don't know where they are. It's hard to get back into it again. Okay. Do you have a couple you've done in groups that you're like, that was so... I know when you study the Bible, it's always fruitful, right? All good, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> but are there a couple that you would say, this is a really good book for this genre of people? I like the combination of Luke and Acts together oh. because you get a gospel and then a history of the early church all in one sequence. Okay. So if you start with the gospel, you're focusing on Jesus, and then you move into the life of the early church in the book of Acts, it's part one and part two. I find that's helpful. If you're going to go to the Old Testament, a book that's that is uh, that flows well, a book of Judges. It's got individual discrete characters okay. that people can get behind as they're learning the study of this book. It's in the middle of Israel's history. Mm-hmm. So that gives you an opportunity to talk about what came before, what comes afterwards. It's exciting. There's a lot of exciting, interesting, sort of crazy things going on in the book of Judges. But it's a good sampling of what's going on in the Old Testament. And it's the sort of book that you can get through quickly as you're getting started with this. Yeah, so helpful. I think that's what people want to know. What's the second thing? Read it over and over and over again. I think sometimes people come to a book of the Bible, they read it once, and they think, I've got this. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't actually really know the story yet. And Mm -hmm. then they're trying to make application to their lives. They're trying Mm -hmm. to understand the theology of that book. Mm -hmm. They really need to become very, very familiar with the basic data. In the Old Testament survey class I teach, students have to read the whole Old Testament in one semester. Okay. Wow. I mean, that's flying through the material. Mm -hmm. They don't get it sometimes. I say, well, read it again. And they look at me with shock. Yeah. You mean I have to read it twice? (laughs) You mean I might actually have to read that book a third time to Mm -hmm. really get it? If 
Bible study groups, care groups, community groups, take time to review that scripture and encourage people to read it over and over. You're doing them a service because they'll have those words in their mind when they really know what's in that text. Well, and the thing is, we're in a time where we have all different versions. We have all these audio samples. So really, there's no excuse. There's not really an excuse. Mm -hmm. We take a lot of time to read a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Getting through a smaller book of the Bible like Ephesians doesn't have to take an hour. Mm -hmm. You can do that every day for a few weeks or once a week and actually become familiar with the words of the text. Some people would push on to memorize portions. That might be a little hard, a little harder. But the key is to have those words in your mind when you sit down now at your group to study it. You're not guessing at what it says. You're not making applications from things that you remembered wrongly, Mm. you have the words in your mind as you're reading. It just becomes familiar. Okay, Mm -hmm. what's the third tip? Break it down into sections. I had a student once who tried to memorize the chapter of Ephesians. He said to me, I just read the whole thing once and then I try to say it back. Oh my. And you say, buddy, that's like over 20 verses. It doesn't work that way. You need to break it down into sections and work through each section. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for the leaders to help people see Part one, part two, part three. Here's the introduction. Here's the transition. And then review that. Help people understand that this is a book, uh, a letter. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. a a portion of history Mm -hmm. that has a flow. Mm -hmm. This week, we're in the middle. Yes. And here's how it relates to what came before. And here's how it relates to what comes later. Breaking it down into sections makes it more digestible for people as you work through in your groups. They're going to get lost. And so they need you to back up. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, here we are. This is the beginning. Yeah. Here's the middle. Here's the end again. Right. I as think you that, dive down again. That's also why you were like, watch that overview. Even if I've been in groups where they've watched it every week. That's right. Because it draws back, oh, now we're here now. That's and right. you can find yourself wherever you're at. But what you're kind of saying is take the leader, take your weeks. If you want this to last one semester and you're going to do judges, read judges, read judges, read judges, take judges and divide it into whatever you have available. Remind everybody where they are in the sequence. Okay. That's so helpful. What's the fourth tip? Number four, get some help. Look, the Bible is a complicated book. Yes, of course, there are things on the surface that people can get quickly and there's It's important to spend time with those. But if you're going to do a longer study, people will probably have more complicated questions. Mm -hmm. And not every leader is going to feel confident having an answer for every single question. So basic resources. You might choose a book like the Moody Bible Commentary, a one-volume commentary that covers every book of the Bible, and you keep that with you. Maybe you don't take it to the study, Mm -hmm. but you have a resource that's going to help you get some answers to basic questions. Otherwise, you might tend to stay on the surface and not deal with the deeper issues that appear in those texts. There are some complicated issues that show up in a book like Judges or a book like 1 Thessalonians, which Mm -hmm. is a short book. Where are you going to go? Find some trusted resources and don't hesitate to use them. Okay. So I think that is a big struggle for folks. They say we can't study a book of the Bible because we don't know everything. There's help. God has equipped the church with men and women who've provided resources Mm -hmm. to help you specifically on this point. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people also say, you know, those are just the words of men. Yes, and I just want to study that. the words of the Bible. Yeah. What they don't realize is as soon as you answer a question for someone in your community group, all you've done is given them the words of men. Mm-hmm. It's your opinion about what it says. So there's no reason why you can't check someone else's to see if you've gone off the rails. Right. Thinking more holistically now. We interpret the Bible in the context of a community. Mm-hmm. That community includes the worldwide church of God. Mm-hmm. It's not me and the word of God by myself. It's me, the word of God, my community. 
that makes sure that I don't go off the rails on my own right. with some strange doctrine. Check. Right. right. Check some trusted resources and bring that to your people. And I think it's also okay to say, I don't know. We have to look into that this week or let's discuss that further. So it's okay to say, I don't know. You do that for eight weeks. Right. And then you lose your credibility. So right. you can say, I don't know, but I'll check. Okay. And then check, I hope, doesn't just mean type it into Google. But it means checking a trustworthy resource and mm -hmm. then coming back with an answer, checking mm -hmm. two or three. Mm -hmm. You know, we speak English in this country. And one of the things that means is we have tons of resources available to us. You mentioned before, there's no excuse for not being exposed to the Bible. The same thing with resources. Right. Amazon will have a book to your house the next well, day. That's true. Yeah. There's, there's just no excuse. 20 mm -hmm. years ago, you had to go to a theological library. You had right. to go to a Christian bookstore. Not anymore. No. It's right there for you. That's true. That's so helpful. What's the fifth tip? Fifth tip is don't give up. From I would suggest for many community groups or care groups, this is like changing your diet. Oh, they're mm -hmm. used to being taught a certain way. Perhaps they're used to studying, not necessarily scripture. And so when you say we're going to make a switch and study a book of the Bible, especially if it's a long one, mm -hmm. it's in some ways a diet change. And yeah. people can get discouraged because the nuggets are not immediately available on the surface, pre-digested mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. it were. Mm -hmm. So I would say don't give up. That means for a leader— you're going to be coaching people and encouraging mm. them. I work with freshmen a lot. Yeah. And you watch them as they get into the semester and the first midterm is coming. They're just discouraged. And my TAs will sit around a table. We'll get the list of all the students who are kind of not doing so well and write them a note and say, hey, we see you're struggling in this class. You can do it. Press yeah. on. You probably need to say that with your community groups as well. Yeah. You look like you're not that interested. You're not, you're not really right. commenting on anymore. What's going on? Yeah. And encourage people because it is different. Yeah. If they're not used to studying the Bible week after week, they're going to need some encouragement. So I would tell leaders, don't give up. Do one, take a little break, yeah. and then jump back in again. Over time, you're training your people to love his word and to, to study mm -hmm. it carefully. That's such a good encouragement. I appreciate you sharing those tips with us today, Steve. And community group leaders, I'm excited for what this means for you.